Welcome to the Good Rookies Podcast. My name is Fahim. And my name is Nellie J, y'all. And we are Good Rookies. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy Good Tuesday. And guess what? It's episode 80. 80. Hey, yo, we in the eighth, son? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm so stoked. I have my homegirl, like, sister from, like, I feel like we're just kindred spirits here, and she's on the podcast. I can't wait for y'all to meet her today on this dope episode. Fahim, please introduce who we got. So we got a For the Culture highlight today. Um, someone who, we'll call it Ladies Night, definitely. Hey, it's going to be nice and vibe off of uh, some topics that we got going on tonight. Um, so hold on to your hats. Let's introduce Tandeya King to the podcast today. Tandeya. 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 Don't give me a hype song now. <laughs> Yo, listen, everyone gets pumped up, okay? Like, you're in the game right now. But no, for real, Tandeya, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the podcast. How are you today? Oh, girl, it's been a long day, but I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We've had a very long, like, couple weeks. We had Super Bowl drop. Then we had the All-Star Weekend. Then we had, I mean, I guess the biggest topic that I want to talk about real quick, an intro discussion, you know, you're from North Carolina. So you're from where my goat resides resided from mj michael jeffrey michael jeffrey jordan yep. born february 17 1963 son yep. of yes. dolores and james jordan yes him. You know the mantra. him him and i have to big up someone so first i think first things first um is it wilds he actually made a quote yesterday and i just loved it where he broke down just comparison between um LeBron and MJ and Tandia, you were hosting rooms in Clubhouse, just debating between LeBron fans came in, uh, Steph Curry fans came in, we heard everyone came in, but I mean the majority were Michael Jordan uh, fandom. But this man broke it down to say pretty much that MJ is so much far ahead of LeBron, he has a whole Hall of Famer type, like Hall of Fame type career above LeBron. And the way he broke it down, he just put the differences of uh, steel titles, scoring titles. He has a, 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 a play of the year, extra championships, extra, like, just minusing it. But LeBron, of course, wins in stats. But still, it was an amazing breakdown. And I mean, again, we all know GOATs are preferences. But Tandia, I thought that was the best breakdown I've ever heard comparing LeBron and Jordan. Your thoughts on that? So... <laughs> I when I when I went and I saw it because we did talk about it on Clubhouse, um, and that was probably I, I never I guess I never thought about it in that way. Let me say that I never thought that because we all when whenever we had these LeBron let me say this whenever we had the LeBron and Jordan conversations we literally just run down the accolades we run down this we run down that we run down the stats. We're always running it. We, 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 we never figure out a way to separate it. And so for him to like literally create a person and name all of the accolades that basic, basically you have, you use LeBron up to LeBron's four championships and then up to MJ's champ, four championships. And then you take everything from that moment on and just separate it and just create a whole new person and ask, is that a Hall of Famer? You're like, yeah, yes. which is like two and. 
two MVP, uh, two finals MVPs, two yeah, finals so like, championships. Yeah, like, so, yeah, so what I'll do, I'll break it down because Fahim obviously didn't see the, the message. So Fahim, this went trending yesterday, Fahim. So you, I, I guess you were on Twitter to see this, but it went viral <laughs> yesterday. Definitely so viral. Yeah, so Kevin Wiles, here's what he said, okay? He said, I'm going to invent a player here. A guy with two titles, two finals MVP, league MVP, three all defensive teams, Defensive Player of the Year, nine scoring titles. That's the difference between LeBron and Jordan. Everyone says it's close. It's not. It's a full Hall of Fame career better. LeBron is still chasing. And that went viral for him. So, um, I mean, he just broke it down saying that LeBron will always win the stats because he's playing longer. But if you look at the actual career as a whole, LeBron is playing still because he's still chasing Jordan. So that was the breakdown. So I wanted to get her thoughts on that. That's why for him. <laughs> I mean, you already know MJ is gonna it's gonna always be MJ. It's never gonna ever change. It's gonna be Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Well, February 17, 1963, <laughs> son of Dolores and James Jordan. It will always be him. He will forever be the GOAT, and there will be no one else. Like yeah. <laughs> But you know what? But 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 I like that. Because... Is, but LeBron is still. Let me say this. Like I can't take anything away from LeBron. But in in my preference, like LeBron, yeah, it's, it's, LeBron yeah. is in the top five. LeBron is he's yeah. two. He's Jordan is one. He's two. But like forever the goat. Like UNC posted like always and forever, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Tandy is a huge uh, UNC fan, so it just makes I sense. Am. But but I again, am. but you know what? What I loved was seeing uh, Jordan embrace LeBron, and it shows that there never was ever a beef. I think the media likes to create rivalries in between mm -hmm. it, but let's just say Jordan got way more applause than anyone. Like, when he, guys, I was working out. When he came out, I screamed in my apartment. So I could imagine being there. Fahim, what's your thoughts, though, on Kevin Wilde's quote about the difference between their careers, a Hall of Fame difference? Someone said, it's a Kevin Durant career difference. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, as well as seeing LeBron and Jordan embrace each other at the All-Star game. So with the Hall of Fame conversation between the two, everyone's had it. Um, I do, <laughs> it's funny. I think depending on who you ask, like no one ever walks into these discussions and changes their mind. Meaning if you walked in thinking uh, LeBron, you're leaving, you thought LeBron. If you walked in with Michael, you're leaving with Michael, right? Um, it, what I can say is I do rate that there's some, some kind of factual context to why they're saying with the Hall of Fame difference. I understand that. But um, so let's be real. So with some of our legends, um, as they get older, for instance, Bill Russell, much, like well-respected, right? But sometimes um, when you're old, you're, you're, you're removed from the game for maybe a generation or two. And then um, think of like Michael Jordan when he gets older, right? His brand will still be around, but he will be much like in the Bill Russell stages where he's just like a legend on the side. Oh, hold on, Tanya, you gave me a look. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What's that for? Go ahead. What? 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 Does Bill Russell have shoes for him? I don't think Jordan will ever be no, 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 I'm just baffled that when he said that, like, and we had this conversation, and, you know, Russell is Russell. Like, Bill Russell is Bill Russell. Like, that's that. But Jordan, the mystique, the aura. Okay. So I'm not comparing, mind you, I'm not comparing Bill Russell, Michael Jordan. What I'm speaking is um, there was a time when, in, when Bill Russell was the man and here we are generations later and he's still the man, but he's like, he's removed from the game. Right. 
and he, it's like his past um, is kind of more of a distant memory, right? And hold on, let me let, just let me land with this. Let me land with this, okay? Um, I think there's going to be a time when Le, uh, when Michael Jordan, um, he may be an owner, but Michael Jordan will eventually, like Father Time is undefeated, he will eventually will be um, an older person who is who's looked up to, and LeBron James will then be the person who is just coming out of retirement. You understand? And so I think for the younger generation, I'm talking maybe if you're like in high school now and you ask someone in high school, um, who's a goat? Maybe in high school, those pe those, the kids in high school now haven't experienced Michael Jordan outside of, they haven't experienced it, meaning Jordan's just a brand to them. But you LeBron James, fact, well, you mean for LeBron James, sorry, my bad. No, so I'm saying like the kids haven't seen like Jordan live playing. You're saying the actual. Right, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. You, haven't, you know what I'm saying? So, but LeBron James, they do. So I think to a lot of younger kids in that generation, LeBron James would be as we see Michael Jordan. You see what I'm so, saying? So, we, so, so for him, I, 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 I could, understand so that. I, I know what I actually I actually think that like I think they're outliers though. I think your theory for him is probably ninety five percent correct with majority of the NBA. I just think Jordan is the outlier to that because I did not expect when Jordan walked in to have Cleveland, who he has destroyed their hearts in playoff games to embrace him like that. Like I did not expect after all remember, he stopped playing over twenty years. Like it's been twenty years. When Bill Russell after Bill Russell, after 20s of his career, wasn't getting that kind of love for him. He was never doing getting that. He wasn't is getting that. Janelle, the crazy thing is. Wait, 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 hold up. So I'm saying for him is that I think your theory is correct for most or other people. I just, I don't think, I think people like Jordan, I think people like LeBron, I think certain players will always have the mystique, no matter the generation. Like, I'm not just saying, oh, no, but I feel like certain players will always get that love forever. It's like, I think like, you know, like Michael Jackson, there's Prince, there's Jordan. Like he's probably the, the most famous person, like, like the Michaels, like, I don't know. I feel like he's just above basketball, if that makes sense. Like he's doing different things. So I just don't think that he will fall in that Bill Russell limelight. I think LeBron, Jordan, I would even say like, yo, I think those two guys will always be like Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. yeah, Kobe. I think those guys will always just be like amazing and, and at, and I think what they did in basketball is great, but I think that what they've done outside of basketball is even even greater. So that's why I feel like they won't fall Janelle, in, that, in that realm. Yeah, Janelle, you know the, the the crazy thing about that though is like I understand where he where Fahim is saying. Yeah. How, however, however, even when they announce LeBron, and I said this the other day when we were on the app, and I even you know um, in my group chats we talked about it. I said the love that. The, the, the love that LeBron got, you would think that being in Cleveland, he would have got the standing ovation. You would think, like, he's in Cleveland, they would have, they would, they would have him come out last. Last, yeah. They had Michael Jordan come out last, and it was, and even listening to people talk about it that was there, and even going back and just watching the videos, like, the crowd got like the crowd. If you look at the videos closely, the crowd didn't get up for LeBron. No, it didn't they didn't get not. up for LeBron. No, they got up for Michael Jordan. Like, and even when you look at the videos of him with like some of the the old, you see him with the older players, the the and the young the the not the players that are around LeBron's age, but the younger players. Mm -hmm. And you just look and even even like 
that middle age, that middle age, like when you talk about KG, Paul Pierce, Dwayne Wade, if you even go and look at some of the videos that's been on Instagram, everything literally stops for this one <laughs> person. And the focus, like literally, like when they when he when he did the the video of Michael of uh, him and Magic when he told Magic lace up his shoes, let's go, go let's go one on one. Everyone is literally looking at like everybody's focus is on him. And when you command that type of energy in a room in an well, arena, like in an arena, and you, and you have the, the LeBron right there with you, like and I don't want to say he overshadowed because that's not the thing, but you know. People are still like LeBron is going to forever be talked about, yeah. but I don't want it to be a thing. I don't, I, I, and I understand like the kids now they're going to they're going to have their LeBron is going to be the guy that they talk about. Mm -hmm. They're, they're going to we're going to hear these conversations all the of time. Course, of course, but Jordan because of what Jordan did, how he did it, and the people he kept <laughs> from getting theirs. When you talk about storied franchises, um, people ki kids. Um, adults being fans of certain franchises yeah. when you think about it like those conversations are going to continue to be had and so everyone everyone is literally ain't nobody chasing Bill Russell ain't nobody chasing Kareem everybody chasing what Jordan has done yeah whether when you whether you whether 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 LeBron gets there or he does not, yeah, and you're right because because I, I do think every person like and it's it's common it's it's normal like even athletes outside of basketball chase Jordan like I don't forget when Tom Brady said I want to get six like Jordan like he's like what he's did like and to me that's just unheard of right so again I think the Kobe's the LeBron's and Jordan's I think those are gonna be outliers because you know they came out when we had social media so I just think that they're all gonna be like revered at uh, in, in any in any timeline any timeline I agree with you uh Nelly and also to Tandia there's no pushback at all with this but serious thing about with uh, LeBron how they didn't get for LeBron I do think that maybe they didn't get up with Le up for LeBron because they may have to maybe like LeBron is still an active player you know what I mean they're going to see him next month probably or you know what I'm saying like it's kind of when I, I don't think I don't think until he's removed from the game. On, but everything they're hating on LeBron I know I promise school them. come on everything yeah the taco, they had a taco. The only championship. They break. On Tuesday, like. They break. Like, okay. Listen, okay. Fahim, 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 you, you're telling me if, 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 Kawhi, if Kawhi Leonard came to Toronto, we're setting up for that boy. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi Leonard, mm -hmm. Kyle Lowry, certain players we always going to like show love like that too. Oh, yeah. listen, Kawhi Leonard got standing ovation at the, at the freaking NHL game. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just think that it could be Janelle, that, but hey, who knows? Janelle, you know something, you know what's so crazy now, this is my last point. Um, I went to a Carolina game a couple months ago back in November when Carolina and Michigan played. And I think you, I don't know if you remember that room that I created after Carolina and Michigan. Uh, after Carolina beat Michigan, mm -hmm. um, there was a there's a promo video that they run, and it's all of the great uh, UNC basketball players. Now everybody knows Tyler Hansborough is probably one of the <laughs> is the I'm most huge decorated you decorated UNC player ever. Um, he's probably one of the greatest Tar Heels ever. So he gets enormous love. You would think the most decorated UNC player, you know, like. He's going to get that love. They run the promo video. 
Woo, go Tyler, because he's that he was that guy. He got a championship with him. Mm-hmm. MJ comes on the screen. Craziness. Over. <laughs> <laughs> it's madness. And Tandia, don't get it twisted. Fahim is also the MJ Goat believer, but he tries oh, to, yeah. you know, he's the 100%. MJ Goat believer. But, you know, he, he oh. he's always so, like, you know, even killed, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's an MJ guy. But, you know, I for me, like I told someone in the room the other day, I said, I love me some MJ, but... I cannot negate LeBron. LeBron is great. Mm-hmm. And what he did is great. Yeah. So just because I think MJ is my goal doesn't mean that I don't have LeBron on my, like, Mount Rushmore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think LeBron Fair should enough. get the same respect. And I'm not going to bash LeBron or bash these guys because I want to uplift MJ. MJ is the... Like, he's up there. So if you want to bash MJ to believe your goal, that's cool. But I just think, guys, it's a preference. Stop these crazy debates, y'all. Let's just celebrate these guys while they're alive. You know what I'm saying? Because after Kobe's passing, I think people were like, you know what? Why compare these guys and argue amongst each other? We're all basketball fans. Let's love each other and really appreciate them while they're here. You know what I'm saying? So big up to LeBron, big up to MJ. And thank you, Mr. Kevin Wilds, for that amazing quote. Uh, Fahim, (laughs) let's get to the next topic, brother. (laughs) All right. So it's great, as you can see. Tanya is very much uh, a lover of basketball. So it'd be great to, for me to throw you first on this. Uh, there's a new league that's coming out uh, for, the, uh, w, for women's basketball in the offseason. It's called the Athletes United Basketball League. And it's going to be held in Vegas. Um, it's going to be on the offseason, um, which is going to be a good option for WNBA players, uh, opposed to going overseas, maybe stay at home and, uh, and play um, in a league um, that's designed for them at home. What's your thoughts on this, Tandia? So when I read the article, um, when I saw the article, I was kind of curious, like, how was this going to work? Um, How this is going to play out for um, the women, Um, you know, having the option of not going overseas. Like it that says one, that says a lot about how much you're one, it says a lot how much you're getting paid in the WNBA. Facts. That's first thing. That's first things first. Um, and that was the thing, that was really the first thing that came to mind. Like, it's really such a disparity, like the the pay gap. But we understand, but if you of course, as someone who we, we talk we had these conversations all the time about women's basketball, as someone who is understanding of why it is what it is because we, we I, I'm going to just keep it honest. Like WNBA has a lot of work to do. They got a lot of market. They got, they have, they have a lot of stuff they have to do in order to get the fan base that they need. Now it's only 25 years. We feel like they should be, they should be way ahead of where they are now. But when you really think about it, 25 years, that's not a, that's not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was really the first thought that came to mind. And then I, then of course, they said the 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 thing about it was you know not having them to go overseas during the winter time. Well, I'm looking at it the 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 athlete United Basketball League is only for one month. Mm-hmm. So what kind of pay the the pay isn't going to be able to compete from what I saw with you know it's not going to be able to, to compete on that level that on where they would get or what they would earn elsewhere. So I'm just trying to understand what would really be the benefit. I mean, I, it's something, it's, let me say this, it's a work in progress because this is yeah. something new. So I don't want to sit up here and, you know, dismiss it. But how, however, 
there are going to be some things where it's like where women will contemplate like i mean i could go over here and get this money over here but then again i do have this for example you have someone like candace parker she doesn't necessarily have to go overseas because she's already a, she's a commentator mm -hmm. um as well and now she's a new mom and yes. so when you think about it being a new mom this could be something that she could participate in for for those women who are mothers this is definitely a great option for them those who are like eh, i can go over here get this money and keep it moving you know for how many ever, however long because when you think about it, their season ends in october yeah. so if their season ends in october typically they're probably going to leave in november their season they don't have training camp until may yeah so from november so I'll, I'll say about April-ish, April-May-ish, essentially. I mean, they're going away the options of like the, when it comes to the money because yes. of the big pay gap. But I think it's a great idea, especially for those, again, like I said, for Candace Parker, um, for those who are mothers who definitely want to be close to their family because that was some, that is an idea. Uh, I think it's a really good idea. I think, I'm I'm wondering like what who's going to invest in it, um, what investors that they can get involved with it to not make it just for one month. Because again, if it's going to be for one month, the pay got to look got to be a little bit sweet for me to consider not going overseas to you know get the big bucks. So let me just uh, punch in here with the the pay. It looking it's looking like it's going to be approximately uh, twenty thousand dollars per player. Now keep in mind that's one month. So um, twenty thousand a month, play basketball, not have to leave, stay at mm -hmm. home with your family, uh, be comfortable. Uh, you know, how do you yeah. think that fares? I would say that's fair, right? I, I, I mean, no, but like, like you both made great points because I see a plus and a minus. And keep mm -hmm. in mind, right? There are so many women athletes that get cut. Like if you hear about honestly, like. The women athletes who get cut from these teams, it's saddening. Like, there's women who can't play, who can still play very well, but each roster only has 12 players, right? Um, and that's – it's so competitive, like, to get into the WNBA as it is, right? So the, the NBA has, like, what, 30-something teams? They only got 10, maybe 12 now? Like, it's, it's a lot less, right? So I just think that there's lots of women that won't make it to the WNBA – that is another option for them to make money playing the sport they love, right? Because there's some women who are who are trying out for this sport and don't get in. They don't get in, right? They get cut. So, and there's women who obviously can pay overseas and play home, but what if you have injuries? What if you can't do that? So you can rest up for a couple months in October, November, play for a month, and then make 20 grand? That's a good money for Christmas. Come back for spring training. I know, I think it was around March, around March, yeah, I think it was about March, whatever for that. So I think it's a good option for, for some women. But I just think that it gives women a chance to play basketball because I don't think they have a lot of options. Men have options. Canada, we got two leagues. America got their other leagues. I mean, as a man, as a man athlete, you can play basketball anytime in any country. For women, that's not so much there to get paid. So I just think it gives us another option to expose and I guess celebrate and market women basketball. I think being in Vegas is also cool because you know betting is big in sports. So mm -hmm. I think with Vegas, that's a great location. Um, they get a lot of footwork there, and I think having someone come to Vegas to scout a girl or I just think it's a great 
uh, proximity to so many options for women that I think having it there is going to open up doors to just even, but I think market women playing basketball. So I like it. I'm a fan of it. You know what would be a good idea, though, in, in just thinking? You know how during the summertime, um, and if he ever hears this, I need to get my residuals for this idea. If he picks <laughs> up on this, I will know, um, and you will need to pay me. <laughs> um, what if Ice Cube, you know how he has the oh. big three? Big three, mm-hmm. right. He does it with the guys during the summertime. What if he did that with the women? Mm. Well, mm. what's interesting, what's interesting you said that, um, is that I heard, I saw something about doing it for women. Like, I saw some news about that earlier this year, about big three for women. Like, White. Lisa Leslie was trying to do something, so. Oh, okay. Well, was, okay. Well, was, well, well, what I'm seeing right now, Lisa Leslie has a big three, um, but yeah, like, like I've heard of other people trying to do that. So let's see. But I see that they're trying to get something like that going for the ladies. But we'll so see. Ice Cube, he's kind of brought the big three to the forefront. Like we know mm-hmm. he didn't invent it, but he's actually made it very commercially viable where people will actually watch. It's the biggest league that we've ever had for a big three, even though it's been around. Actually, is, is, I think it might even be an Olympic sport now, isn't it? Three-on-three basketball? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three-on-three basketball is an right. Olympic sport. Yep. Right, yeah. right, right, yeah. right. So you, so that's a great point that you make, Tanya. Like it's true. I actually, I thought though that they had a co-ed version of three on three. I might be wrong. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, if you I, can just I look that up real quick, I'm not uh, sure. You know. But um, did y'all know that there's two women coaches that are big three coaches? You know, they say women can't coach men, but okay. that's like it shows you that yeah, Lisa Leslie and Nancy Lieberman they coach in a big three. But it nice. shows you that you know, you know, they'll say can a woman coach men and all this stuff, but. Yeah. It's happening in the big three, so. Right. Um, One other thing uh, that I like about this uh, athlete, uh, athlete, athlete United Basketball League is um, it's kind of keeping true to the core of what I think the NBA is. Um, there, it's a very uh, socially responsible league. We know that the women took the lead, especially during the pandemic and um, you know during George Floyd. Um, they were the ones that were coming off the shirts and really taking that real genuine stance. Mm-hmm. And I like that with this new league, they've actually incorporated a social aspect to it where um, it divides, sorry, this is, so this is really good. They have each player gets to donate to a charity of their choice as part of the athlete's cause causes oh. program. So the athlete's causes mm-hmm. program. So if you're a player, you get to choose a charity of your choice and then, um, Athletes United Basketball will donate on your behalf. Um, that's, that's, and like I said, um, women seem to be at the forefront of social change. And I like that they incorporate that in, in that also. Yeah, that's, thank you. Great point. Um, I, I found there's co-ed leagues, but nothing professional where you're getting paid for okay. the team. Cool. But cool, cool. yeah, plus like I, I've paid in, I've played in co-ed basketball like teams before, like, you know, whatever. So I know they have it, but I don't mm-hmm. see the, a professional like league, right. but I, who knows? Maybe one day they can create one in the future. Basketball mm-hmm. is, such a bit, is growing so much that, man, who knows? But imagine that y'all, a co-ed women and men's league, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would work though i like that i like that <laughs> all right so you ready to go to for the culture well the culture we like to highlight individuals for the culture and today we get to highlight miss tandia king yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Y'all don't know, okay? Tandia is actively doing so much. Like, she's a creative, a content creator, and always thinking of amazing topics to debate, discuss. She manages, she does versus battles. She's done the live debates, Mecca. I mean, everything. And she has a podcast that she will be launching more episodes because I'll be on her, y'all. I'll be on her to launch more episodes for y'all on YouTube. So, Tandia, we're so happy to have you on the podcast because you are someone that is for the culture every damn day. So, Tandia, um, I wanted you to kind of break us down as to, you know, you're someone that has all these degrees, but you still take time out of your day to always create spaces for Black voices and for voices for women as well. So please break that down for us. Oh, what's okay. your why, girl? <laughs> okay, that's something that I've been like working on for the past year and a half now, my why. Uh, yeah. And I think I've, I think I've kind of figured it out like what my why is like I'm coming into that now but um you know originally I was not going so let me start over so the podcast circling back on this um it was created I I wanted to create a podcast for uh for me to talk about sports um I didn't really see like we see women you know being involved but I wanted to have like real conversations laid back like it's like it's not really interview style. It's more like us having a discussion. Um, of course, there are interview. Of course, part of it, you know, depending on who's on the podcast, it would there, there would be an interview. There will be an interview portion of it. But I just like to have regular conversations about sports, basketball, mm -hmm. football. Um, but prior to like when when I got on Clubhouse, even then, that's kind of that kind of what sparked you know the whole podcasting because I'm working on you know a secret project right now <laughs> a se a se I'm working on a secret project Love it. but being on clubhouse you know being in different sports rooms and everything like this I think last year yeah it was sometime last year when I ended up creating the podcast and so I did a I did a photo shoot I did everything I did the content and then I was like and then I just continued what ended up happening was I just continued to be in sports rooms so then Dukes um a I was in Dane's room. Um, I know you all had a guest on here before. I was in Dane's room, and I was the the only female on the stage, but contributing <laughs> just along with everyone else. And then Dukes asked me to come be a part, be a contributor, a part of, of course, I would Dukes. And so I started contributing to the room, and then Dukes ended up moving, getting a new job, and so we were doing less rooms because we would have rooms three days a week, and so. You know, he gave me admin rights to, you know, create rooms if we wanted to have a room. So I would start creating rooms here and there because there were different conversations. I think one of the bigger rooms that we had had, of course, we talked about the top 75. But when Scotty Pippen. Listen, I've, always, I've mentioned that book. When he dropped <laughs> the, the book, y'all. Listen, Tandia read the book before I think anyone did. You and Mo, I was like, y'all were yeah. dedicated because I was reading that book. I wasn't reading that book. So I was like, thank you, Tanya. We were dedicated. And we were dedicated. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I had, a, I had a credit and I used my credit for oh, the book. <laughs> I used the credit for the book. And we had that, when Mo and I did that Scotty Pippen room, like it was, that was an insane room, but it was so <laughs> much fun. Like reading, like, and discussing like what was in the book. And so from there, we would have, we would have little rooms here and there. And so, my interest isn't only in just sports. My interest is also in our culture, entertainment, music. Um, 
music is always the music and sports have been the two things that have intertwined with each other and that's always been my first two loves they're like 1a and 1b um <laughs> depending depending on the day and so you know with course i would do to an extent i was like dang i want to have this music room about this but i can't do it under court side with dukes and so shout out to mark um mark kept pushing me he's like you need to do a room you need to do a room you need to open a club you need to get a club and so from there i did the club i created the club on the moniker circling back on this because ninth wonder had reached out to me and he wanted to do a room hosting um uh his art his group um uh, that's signed to his label um, Swankin' Draft, Swanky King Draft, mm -hmm. and they had an album that dropped called Long Story Short. If you all haven't listened to yes. it or you don't know anything Plug about it, it make sure Plug you go. It. Make sure you go and listen to Long Story Short. Anything from Jamla Records, Rhapsody, Heather Victoria, any of them, <laughs> you be go be sure to go and listen to it. And so, I hosted um, the room under. I was like, we were trying to think of a club name. I was like, we can just do it under Circling Back on this because I already have a logo. We can, easy, yeah. simple. Yeah. Simple. I was I was not trying to think of something off the yeah. wall and it was like, I'll just do that. And so we hosted the room. That was the first room, was the Swanky King draft room. And from there we would just create different sports rooms, different music rooms, have different have we would have fun rooms, discussions. And so that was kind of the thing, like, you know, with Duke's rooms, we would always have the thing called the pizza shop. And so, you know, even though we weren't doing it as much, I felt as though, you know, Still with Courtside with Dukes, we still do things. Of course, I'm always loyal to Courtside with Dukes. I will forever be indebted, create rooms, whatever. We had one the other day. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm always about community. Yes. And, you know, even if even if one of us, like, goes off and do our own thing, at the end of the day, we always have to come back to family. And yes. so I just, you know, we the night we had the game night. Like different things like that. Like mm -hmm. course, the spelling bee is coming, y'all. We are going to have a spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> and Boy. so it was just so it was just like, you know, I would come up with these crazy different ideas and Mark and I we would talk about crazy and Shannon and I we would always talk about these crazy different ideas. And so we would just create rooms on the spare of the moment. And so and they would turn into three and four and five and six. Like I think one day we had a fourteen we went from like two o'clock to like three or four o'clock in the morning yeah. one time and so and we went we bounced from we bounced from topic to topic it was a and it was a versus night and we talked it was just yeah. crazy. Well, so I, just, I would think the your one of your biggest days too um you mentioned scotty pippen but the mecca of basketball lord oh, that yes was a, that was the a mecca of room that the was, mecca of basketball was the that was the room that said i would say set literally everything on and fire yes yeah it's everything in motion and so sometimes some days i'll be like no i'm not having this room because these people are crazy but then <laughs> i'm like i can't like i just i'm like i'm not doing it and so i'm like i'm going to take i was like i'm taking some time away from clubhouse because this is crazy and like i can't like but you know marv hit me up the other day he's like you know a lot of times he's like i like when y'all have the rooms because and everybody said like i like when you have the rooms because they're so like interesting they're fun and so i'm like dang some days i'll be like i don't want to do no room or nice to hit me he'd be like my nice to hit me he's like you go open a room about this and i'd be like all right i'll open the room because i know if i'm going to open the room you know whether you know some people come in whether it's big or small or whatever just you know having the topic even when we talked about hbcus like 
people got like we that was a I big tried, room that, that was I a room where that. i think i met hendo chris henderson and he mm -hmm. called he called a couple of a couple no, of, one in, of the greatest no, wide receivers no that was the that was the antonio brown room that was it. Oh, that was, was it. Oh my gosh. So many yeah, great rooms, H man. Honestly. The HBCU room, the HBCU room was about Dion and Jackson State. Yes. And, yes. and the and the uh when he got the, the number two corner in the nation. Yes. I remember that room. That, that one was also big too. That's a big room. That Again, y'all, like honestly, whenever something <laughs> drops, like breaking news, like bun at ESP and you just go on Clubhouse, join circling back on this, and you're gonna see <laughs> Tondia. Like it's just crazy because you know what? Like Fahim and I, you know, we run the Raptor Raptor Fan Club room, and it's so much work, right? Like people think, oh, creating a room is easy, but it's it so ain't. much work because you have a responsibility, um, not only to protect the people in the room, but also ensure that there's no fake news or people aren't saying things out of pocket. Like you have to police somehow the convo and really protect everyone, right? Like, because it is a, a safe space, right? And so- And I think, mm -hmm. do you know what, and I'm glad you said that because that's the one thing that I do appreciate about the group, the core, my core group of people that I have regular on stage. like. We're not going to put out any information. We're going to make sure that the information is correct. And we don't like, like, we don't like to go off the handle with anything. And if someone goes off the handle, we either, we'll reel them back in or we move that ass to the goo. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we move that ass to the goo. But I think that's the one thing that, you know, that kind of draws me back is like the community of everybody. And I'm like, some days I'm like this weekend we did, I didn't even do an all star room but Dukes had one on month, on Sunday to talk about the dunk contest but I think yeah. you know just having having the rooms like even the rooms that we did yesterday yeah like like so Monday and Tuesday rooms know. were crazy. No, for those who don't know, uh, so Tandia, uh, circling back, they're, they're doing um, an actual greatest college sport teams ever, football and basketball and point guard. So if you want to have your say in this debate, uh, Tandia, I'm not sure when you're going to post it, but whenever you do, I will definitely promote it all on Good Rookies as well. Because, you know, we're, we're family now. You are a pot sister. So whatever you need from us, we got you, girl. So, guys, it's going to be crazy, but I'm definitely going to have circling back on this the link to join the club. So if you want to join the club, go, go on the in our bio. We'll have Tandia's information and the link to join the club because I think it's a club that is for us and it welcomes Canadians and Americans if, or, or any sport fans <laughs> from everywhere. It's not just for a U.S. or American residency, okay? Because I'm in there all the I'm, I'm in there all the time with Tandia. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever feel like they can't. And that's the thing. I always try to make everyone feel like they're welcome to come in. Um, mm -hmm. I try to give I, I try to give a voice to everybody. And even if you don't look like me or look like the majority of the people on stage I'm still going to invite you you know to be a part because you know I'm I've, I've never been one to to be dismissive of of people who don't look like me like yeah you can be a part of the you can be included in the conversation but when it comes to like us talking about the culture culture it's just like sometimes like I want people to be I, I feel it's a job I feel like it's also a job for us to inform those who are not familiar with our culture because mm -hmm. I've had to go to other rooms and inform people. And, and I, I, 
I'm the one that's gonna ask the hard questions because yes, I don't know you was in there when I went to that libertarian room. Yeah, I was. And I caused all and I caused all hell up in yep. that libertarian room. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was good hell because it made people think. And so you know, I kind of like to you know have us have the conversation, and I like a little bit of chaos at the same time. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Uh, so Tandia, do you, first of all, uh, the name circling back on this great name, really Thank good. You. Um, how did that come about real quick? Oh, wow. Shout out to Kamesia. Uh, she, I met Kamesia on Clubhouse <laughs> and we are in Flow Nightly Network and we do, that's where the whole bracket thing. And I always shout out wherever I come, wh whatever group I'm a part of, of course I would do some Flow Nightly Network. Those are my, that's, those are my home. And mm -hmm. Flow Nightly Network, I, when I joined, when I joined Clubhouse, they were doing greatest, we were doing greatest bracket rooms, and we were doing greatest hip hop, greatest rap album, greatest R&B. Right now, we're doing black sitcoms. Yeah, I saw and, that. <laughs> I love Yeah, it. we're doing black sitcoms right now. And so, um, I met um, Kamisia in the room, and so Kamisia and I, we hit it off, we connected, we talked offline, and I was telling her, like, my idea, I had been having the idea of the podcast for a while, like for probably since 20, probably since 20, actually since 2020, I had the mm. idea for the podcast. And now that I think about it, it really, Clubhouse kind of like- Pushed you into I, it. <laughs> it pushed me into it because I knew I wanted to do it, but I knew that in order for me to be able to do the podcast, Clubhouse has helped me find my voice to do that. Right. So, um, and I heard she and I were talking. I gave her, and I what was the original name? The it was a I can't even I can't remember what the original <laughs> name was. And that's that's the crazy thing. I had an original the original name, and I was talking. I was talking to her, and we were just talking. I said I said I'm in this room, and there's this guy on Clubhouse, literally. And I told and I told her I said he keeps saying like I said. And I said, for some reason, that is clicking with me. Like, right. see, like I said, because you, I don't know if y'all pay, I don't know if you be watching Joe Budden's podcast, like his mm -hmm. podcast network, see the thing is. The, the right. thing is, yeah. And, and, <laughs> the, uh, and um, the one with Ming Lee and Karen Civil, yeah. um, girl, I, girl, I guess. And yeah. so I was like, he keeps saying, like I said, like I said, and we were just talking and we talked it through. And what it's circling back and Circling back on this literally became, literally came to life from a conversation from me listening to somebody on Clubhouse saying, like I said, like I said. and Kamisia <laughs> literally, she, when she said, we, we use, we use kind of like per my last, that's what we were yeah, going to do per, per my, my last, last <laughs> we were going to do per my last email. And then we were like, and we talked about like how people would like, you know, when you get sassy in an email and you talk about like, <laughs> see, per my last email. But then we was yeah. like, no, the circle back. And then that's was like, that's it. Circling right. back. Circling and back. if you notice, when name. we're in, and if you notice, Janelle, when we're in other rooms, people literally always say, well, to circle back. Circle back, back on. Yeah, they always say all the time. To circle back on what we said. I'm like, <laughs> it's always being said, yo. And it's, and it's, and I and that's and to and honestly, when I'm in other rooms and I hear people say it, just just having conversations, I'm like. That, there we go. That, that, there we go. Like that was that's the that was the one. Right. So, yeah. I that love that it. kind of reminds me of uh, Drea's room, uh, facts over feelings. You know, that's like a, something that you say and it kind of sticks with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's um, so true. Second, um, so being a woman, um, mm. 
being a woman in the space of clubhouse and just rooms, podcasting, um, you know, it can have its advantages and, and sometimes it can be some of these disadvantages. What I mean is disadvantages. Um, do you ever find that being a woman, you have to, I wouldn't say prove, you, you, prove you know what you're talking about, but um, have you seen, for instance, uh, Genius by Kanye? Have you seen it yet? Just came out. I have, the crazy thing is I had got a ticket to go to the, to go to the premiere to oh. win in LA, in LA okay. but I ended up going to Shaq's comedy show because it was literally the same night to go and watch the premiere of it. I'm going to go to watch the screening of it. It was just, they were doing the screening of it. And I didn't get to go to the screening because of the same night, the comedy show. But I have not seen it yet. I know part three comes out this week or something. Uh, part two is coming out shortly. Part two. Part two yeah, right. yeah, yeah, part two. So okay. I like, so for me, I like to binge watch everything at one time. <laughs> okay, no. That's me too. Yeah. The same way. So <laughs> I saw part one. Um, I'm rec It's a quick recommendation. I thought it was really great. Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers on it, but I think it's it's totally a different way of what we know the word documentary. And what he did was a flip on it. If you watch, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Good job on that. Um, reason why I kind of bring that up is uh, Kanye, as we know, it's well documented early out. He had people who slept on him. You know, Kanye had to overcome a lot of people not believing in his vision from the start. I'm just wondering, um, is if you can just give a quick example, it must have happened to you where you've been in a situation where maybe uh, someone looked at you like a like a woman and uh, didn't really give you or didn't understand uh, that you really know what you're talking about in regards to ball. Have you had a situation like that that you could share? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so before I even would do the club, so mm. the one thing I can say, I never, when it came to courtside with Dukes or even when I was in basketball or even with basketball Illuminati and uh, even with Flow Nightly Network, I never had to prove that I knew because I was able to have, I was, they made the, they made, they cleared the space for you to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that I can respect. There was never a thing about proving because if you knew they everybody, people know, if, they will know if you know what you're talking about once you start opening about to saying certain things about and having a conversation. So mm -hmm. it was, I never had to prove myself in those rooms because I always, when I came into the room, I said what I said. I would go on mute. <laughs> but, <laughs> however, when it comes to the guys that are younger than myself, mm. and I'm 32, by the way, it has been very difficult to let them know that you know what you're talking about. Prime example, the Joel and Bede conversation in Ben Simmons. And we we had a conversation about Joel and B not having a legitimate post game. Being he 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 does not he doesn't he would last year. We're talking about last year, and um, we talked about how teams would scheme for him, scheme for the Sixers, and how you know they were able to capitalize on him. And I said, I said part of the issue is Joel and B doesn't legitimately in the post he catches the ball from the outside and then he moves into the post if you ever pay if you ever go back and look in 2020 2021 they always did that during the regular season but when it came time for playoffs teams knew that they planned against it because he never would sit his ass in the damn post and i always said if he would get in the post he and work and, and not always catch from the outside but if he would work that in the middle of the in the post like Giannis would like Giannis did in the playoffs against the phoenix suns we're having a different conversation about the 76ers yeah. So I, yeah, so 
I said the problem with I said the problem is if Joel is catching them is always catching the ball from the outside because of course we know Joel and B also like to shoot threes. If he's catching the ball from the outside, moving into the post, and then work his way into the post, the defense collapse. Mm-hmm. Once the defense collapse, he has to pass it to the open man. The open man is Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons wasn't shooting the ball. Mm-hmm. He was either gonna pass up the he was if, it, if he was he was either gonna pass it up or he wasn't going to he he was going to pass it to somebody else or it would probably been a turnover he would make he would try if it wasn't a layup it wasn't going to work not to say that we've all had these conversations about Ben Simmons and you know you know if he's going if he can't shoot the ball Ben Simmons can't shoot the ball we know he can't shoot the ball but he you know he may choose to I don't know I'm not going to get into details of that but that was something that I said in the room I was told I didn't know what I was talking about now, was it because of the take, or was it because they felt uh, you're a woman? Both. As, both. It was mm. both. They mm. told me I didn't know what I, ta- I was talking about. But then when a man came in and said it. Said the exact same thing for him. Said I, the exact I, same thing. Yeah. And Tandia, I've <laughs> been through, I, I, for him, I've happened to me before many times as well, where I will say something, and they'll be like, Yes, I remember one time. So I made a comment about, you know, the Brooklyn Nets. And I said, I think their barrier outside of just Kyrie not playing, Steve Nash is going to have to be creative coaching a team without their star. And I'm like, if Steve Nash, the lack of of knowledge he has, is going to struggle in that, which we saw in their 10-game or 12-game losing streak. But, But my take was made prior saying, I said, if Kevin Durant goes down and if Kyrie can't play, like Harden alone with that team, with their depth, Steve Nash is not going to have to have a winning season. And so someone said, you know, like they came at me and I'm like, is my take terrible? And I had men in the back chat. I'll be like, Janelle, you're right. Steve Nash is not a great coach and he's still learning. And it's a, it's a great observation. Now, when another man who was modded said, you know what, Janelle, fair point because of this, you're right. If Kevin Durant does get injured, they're in trouble. And and then and then the, the same person who came at me was like, oh, okay, like he responded better to his voice than mine. So it happened yep. a lot. Remember J- Janelle? You remember the room? It was probably like about it was probably about a month ago. And the dude told me to get my own. Uh, what did he tell me? Oh, make your own takes. He said. He told because- me. He said, make your own take. And 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 he's like, you need to make your own take. And I'm like. But it is, and it's crazy to me that you talk about that Brooklyn Nets thing because when we had the conversation about Kevin Durant, when we had the conversation about Steve Nash, you know, everybody always say, oh, he was a toe away from da-da-da-da-da, and then they talk about how in overtime he didn't score any points. I said, well, part of the issue is Steve Nash didn't call the right, correct timeout for his, for his player to even catch his legs. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to take in consider. Everyone wants to say, oh, Kevin Durant, I'm like, you You literally, Kevin Durant has literally played probably every minute of the game oh, yes. since Kyrie and Harden went down, but we're not going to take it to the fact that his coach is not calling the necessary timeouts in the correct, in the right moments. Time, yep. In the right moment. It, it, it's so funny to me that people miss that too, right? And so, you know, it is what it is. I've had people say that I'm wrong and when things happen, like, oh, look at that. I called this. In October, that if you know, look at this. Steve oh, Nash, yeah, <laughs> Janelle, no, I just thought about another one. I don't know if you was in the room. Maybe it was the Lakers room. 
Remember at the beginning of the season when the Lakers made that trade and we were doing the predictions, I said the Lakers have to make sure, and I wasn't wishing, y'all, I wasn't wishing an injury on anybody. Let's yeah. be clear. But given the history of that team, given the age of that team, I said the Lakers are going to have to make sure they have all their horses in a row. I said because they are an injury away. From not being, to, to, I said, y'all need, to, I said, the perfect, the perfect cushion for the Lakers to be in the play, to make the playoffs, they need to be between a three and six seed, between mm -hmm. three and six, yep. not a number one seed, because because of their age, depending on that young team, they will run them out of the building because they're older. Yes. I said, and you're also an injury away from not either making the playoffs or being in a play-in game. I said, so because you have an Anthony Davis, who is snake bit. Um, you have a, a LeBron James who has who has had the growing issue. And you know, at the time I said you I said LeBron cannot put all those miles on his body because of this makeup of the team. I said this mm -hmm. makeup of the team is not good. They don't have any um players that they can actually go to that can that can like to, for him to even get a minute's rest or even take time off in the middle of a game. I was told, I didn't know what I was talking about. LeBron don't need no rest. LeBron don't, like now. Granted, what LeBron is doing right now, age or not, in, in, in year nineteen is amazing. Like yeah. I, we cannot, we can't take that away from him. But at the same time, he's had so like I'm pretty sure he's saying for this All Star break because he's had to carry oh, yeah. a load. And with A B going down again, my going, gosh, going down again, like they are, they're literally in, they're literally in jeopardy of either being in the playing game. Or missing, or even missing the playoffs, but because of the construction, and I said because of this construction of this team, you're you're going to have to you're going to have to pray to God that everybody can stay healthy, and, mm -hmm. and y'all and no else. one runs and and no one runs you out of a gym, and so you know here here we are at the All Star break where now the Lakers didn't make a move at. The trade deadline. Well, well they couldn't. I mean, no one wanted to trade with them. And I they, think Carmelo, they could Anthony, have traded John Wall. They could have traded. They could have traded Russell Westbrook. Yeah, John Wall. same but contract, everything. It's interesting because I think you know, there's. I've always said there's two teams that I think if they don't make a push, if they're healthy, if they don't make a push, it's a bust. The Lakers and the Nets. So those are two teams that I'm kind. Everyone else, I don't think they had that pressure to me. But the the Lakers at the beginning of the season. Everyone had them in the finals. And, and, and the Nets, everyone had them in the finals, right? So I think because they have the All-Star, the thing Lakers have 4 in the finals. I ain't yeah. had them Lakers in the Honestly, finals. I, I, I actually had Phoenix, meaning the Bucks in the game in the finals. That's just me. But because I just feel like Steve Nash coaching to me is suspect. But if Kevin Durant's healthy... He's an issue, but that's a whole other conversation. I don't want to get into right now. But again, y'all, Tandia, this is why she's so great because she will go from topic to top. Like, it's just <laughs> like, it's amazing. But I need y'all, okay? We're going to have circling back on this Instagram. We're going to have the podcast info. We're going to have the uh, clubhouse link. I mean, we're going to have all her details. Not her number. Not, not her number. If you want her number, DM her for that. But outside of that, we're going to have uh -uh, everything else. Everything else. <laughs> from everything else for that. But, you know, Tandia, honestly, we're so happy to honor you for the culture. We mm -hmm. admire what you're doing. Don't think yep. it's in, that in vain. Thank you. Doing it for us and to see a black woman leading the charge is incredible. Mm 
So don't ever think that what you're doing is in vain. It's not. People really, mm-hmm. really appreciate it. I was telling for him, like, yo, Jamal Crawford to the room today. Like, only time Dia had, th- th- listen, y'all, shit, Angela Rye. I swear, like, for some reason, her topics bring in all these celebrities all the time without her even promoting it. It just happens that they come in and, oh, shoot, that's Jamal Crawford? Oh, Angela Rye is here. Like, it just happens, y'all. So make sure you're circling back on this. Nice. Good so segue. I did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrea, keep pushing, keep pushing for real. Like you're doing great work. Um, all right. So you want to go to That's Absurd? That's last segment. That's absurd for Hebro. What was absurd this week? What was absurd? <laughs> it may be absurd. It may not. This is going to be interesting. Juwan Howard. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Had an altercation with the assistant coach from Wisconsin in a lineup after a game. Um, I say an altercation because it depends on what lens you're looking at of what you think. So I'll land there, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to go with absurd. 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 This happened, happened, hold on. This happened the same night as the All-Star game, right? Was it the All-Star game? Because I remember we're all watching the All-Star game. Jordan came out, we all screamed, and then we're like, hold up. What's going on over here? Like, it was just like back to back. Um, Tandia, what's your thoughts on this absurd topic of the week? Um, you know, there, there aren't that many black coaches in the NBA, sorry, in the college basketball scene and in the NBA or any sport, to be honest. And so, you know, I get it, heat of the moment, but it was kind of absurd. Your thoughts on this, Tandia? Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I'm glad Juwan Howard did not get fired. Let me say that. I don't think his smack, because it was like he just five fingers smacked him. He just smacked him. <laughs> he, didn't, he did not punch him. Yes. Like, he just reached over to just smack him. Yes. Um, I did see his statement that he made, um, you know, you know about it. Um, the interesting thing about it, and we've had several conversations about this. Um, you need to learn how to keep your cool in certain situations. Um, you know, I did. So I, I really did not think, I'm be honest. I did not think that Michigan was going to fire him because my thing is this. Jim Harbaugh, it, like the, the whole Jim Harbaugh situation, you know, mm-hmm. y'all, he's still, he's still there. So, yep. but at the, at the same time, you know, Jawan Howard did deserve a suspension. I do like the coach from Wisconsin. He only has to pay a fine, but I do believe he deserved an ex- an ex- a suspension. I do believe he deserved a suspension because, um, yes, Jawan may have said something as he was walking past, but at the same time, he did impede it did impede his process. So I don't agree with you know him grabbing him because then a lot of people will look at it as racial undertone as far as like yeah he said something but he's like no you gonna it's almost like and i was seeing some things i was like i'm gonna make this quick like seeing like how no you gonna stop and you gonna listen and say hear what i got to say yeah you know some i've heard different i've heard different things um but i just think it's a it's an unfortunate situation um we beat michigan this year so i know the guys are not it's just been a buildup of a lot of things the guys have not been playing up to their best um 
but I think he has learned from the situation just looking at his statement, what he said, apologizing. And I think, you know, going forward, like, he he knows, like, like, Juwan is from Chicago. So, and he played in Fab Five. So, you know, he, like, he, he don't, you he know, don't play. He don't play. He don't play. He don't play. So I think, you know, he don't play that. You got to learn how to keep your cool in certain situations. Like, I ain't going to be too, you know, it, it, it was absurd. I always said, though, this I wondered what the coach, the assistant coach said to the player or what he did. Yeah, because whatever the assistant that. coach, yeah, for him to do that. Because the assistant coach had to done, either done something or said something to the Michigan player. For Jawan to reach over that. and smack him. Yeah, because he was doing it to protect him. And I, I, I think to your point, this is my thing, right? It's absurd on both ends. I'm not just going to say absurd for Juwan and that's it. It's the entire situation mm-hmm. is absurd because Juwan did walk by. I remember I was corrected. Like, he did say something to him, right? But he was walking by him. Clearly, he didn't want to talk to you, sir. And I think as black women, we're situations where we know we're upset and we don't want to talk to y'all. But then people will like, well, I want to hear, like, it's like, we're forced because you want to talk to us, but I don't want to talk to you. And I feel like in the work environment, I've been in these places where I don't want to talk to you, sister or brother, whoever, but because they want to talk to you, it's like, well, because I'm a white man or a white girl, da 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 And it's happened to me before where I was forced in situations where I didn't want to be because they were white and I felt like I had to just take it right so i think like for a lot of people we saw a lot of racial undertones there but what i didn't like was the uh coach you saw juan was upset he just lost right clearly he won't shake your hand why would you grab his shirt right let me get rid of that handshake shit i'm sorry (laughs) let me get rid of the handshake shit hey let it uh, hey but i would say like locker room no but honestly what i would say is this right like i think that like the from Juan said something, then the coach grabbed him, and then he grabbed him first. It's like it escalated because of the initial contact, right? If, if you don't, if you don't start nothing, they go and go be nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I know for me, if someone from another team grabbed my shirt, I'm punching them. I am punching them, and I'm probably a calm person, especially, especially, especially when I am playing a sport and things are rushed, like your competitive nature is there, people are very animalistic. So I think touching somebody in any sport is not a good look. So I also blame the other coach. What he did was very absurd, and I feel like he should also be suspended. I think Juwan suspended for five games. That makes sense. But I think the other coach for touching him should have also been suspended too because he started the entire thing, to me, personally. Yep. That's my opinion. Again, it's absurd on both okay. ends. But it's damn. absurd. Uh-huh. So take it away for him after you will close off. Yeah, I'll home. I think Juwan Howard, uh, big fan. Grew up watching him Fab Five. It's that's more like that's my that's my class, my age group. Got it. Uh, respect going through the NBA. Uh, you know, assistant coach, head coach, at Michigan. Got it. I have to say this though, uh, mm-hmm. Juwan Howard. It's not the first time he's had an altercation with yes. anger. Um, at last year. Um, there was a time where he charged an assistant coach. Um, I guess he had said that the reason why he charged them is he didn't like the way the guy talked to him. Um, that's something, if you're a coach, you are responsible for young men. And right. uh, you have to be an example. 
So last year when it happened, I was very much like, okay, well, you know what? Like, let's give, let's give Juwan a Bly. Like he's one of our guys, you know? Um, I, when I heard this happen, I was extremely disappointed for this reason. Um, I found out that he called, he was upset because the Wisconsin coach called a timeout mm -hmm. um, near, near the end of the game when the game was pretty much done. Yeah. Juwan was upset with that move. Apparently there's a code where you don't call a timeout late. Got it. Um, when they were in line, um, as we now you, you guys mentioned, uh, you know, he, the coach tried to stop him to maybe get clarification or whatever the reason was, doesn't really matter. Um, and Juwan then um, retaliated a little bit after with the pit, with the, with the, the punch. But, but not to him, though, to another person. He didn't hit the, the guy who grabbed him up was not touched by Juwan. The other guy behind mm -hmm. him. So the head who, who, coach. Who was the, who, but who did Juwan intend to throw the punch at? Was it at the guy who was we holding don't, we, him? No. We don't know. We don't know. So the guy who okay, grabbed well, him okay, up. Okay, hold on, hold on. But if someone grabbed him, who can no, we assume? I, okay, go ahead, go ahead, No, go ahead. but for him, but the guy mm -hmm. was right in front of him. He actually mm -hmm. reached out to someone else. That was, so the guy, he, he could have hit the guy in front of him right away. He could have hit okay. him easily. But he hit yeah. someone else on the other end. So to Tandia's point, we don't know what the other guy said for him to hit him. Okay. Um, that was, so, that was the he, whole question that she had, yeah. So, but Juwan Howard is responsible uh, for young men. And my point is, um, it happened last year, happening again this year. Um, I think he might have uh, something to do with, like, work out something with the, the anger he has, mm -hmm. um, which would come with discipline. But, you know, with the, the malice in the palace, it just takes one person yes. uh, to incite a riot. Juwan Howard, it didn't get to that point, but that looks like the recipe of what could have happened that could have went really nasty. Um, we just be, 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 got to be thankful that no one was okay. put in harm's way and it wasn't larger than it could have been. Go ahead, Janelle. So I question, so who do you think would have incited it? The, 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 head, the white head coach that grabbed him up, that first made contact? Or do you think, because remember, after that happened, yeah. that's when everyone rushed to the center. So the white coach... He started the entire rush because when he grabbed up Juwan first, then everyone saw that and they rushed to the middle of the line. So I'm a the thing white where head I think... coach started everything, but Ju but and it escalated to Juwan hating him. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, okay. Like, but that's where uh, I look sometimes. At it. Uh, sometimes I would say like think um, equal force. Sometimes, like if 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 yeah. I walk up to someone and push them, um, or you, you know, stop it. them yeah. and pee them. You started, but is it is it okay for someone to sh okay? Hold on, if you push somebody and then they turn around and hit you over the head with a, a, a two by four, that might be seen as like excessive. I kind of think that what Juwan, I, I kind of think what Juwan had did and just being stopped and impeded but going somewhere for him to throw a punch, I thought it was kind of excessive, but that's just but 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 the punch was only thrown when the crowd came over for him again. It's like, okay. like you know what I'm saying. Okay. So, my thing is that. Don't start nothing. Don't be nothing. You don't got to okay. touch me. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, at the end of the day, I just think that gotcha. the black man always gets more, like, restrictions and more. And I get it. Like, I'm not, I must say what he did was okay. I thought it was bad. I think we could all agree what he did was not right. But my thing is that the media didn't talk about the head coach. They talked about Juwan, right? And I think that in black people, we always get criticized on our reaction to some shit. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Mm -hmm. That's all I got to say. All right. I guess we'll have to keep our eye on see what he has uh, going forward for the future. Um, <laughs> you know, hopefully he can keep, he can learn from the situation. There's always learning opportunities. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it there as a learning opportunity. Um, Agreed. So let's put this episode in the books. Y'all, that was episode 80. Y'all, yes, right. <laughs> so uh, Tandia, we love to give our special guests like yourself a chance to do a special shout out. So the floor <laughs> is yours. Oh man, um, definitely want to shout out uh, Corsair with Dukes on Clubhouse. 
uh, basketball Illuminati, uh, Flow Nightly Limp. Flow nightly, flow nightly network. Um, you know, definitely nice. Shannon, Janelle, uh, Mark, uh, who else comes through? Dane, Jet Duke, Ivory, like the whole the whole squad. Um Mo, Rich, Prezi, Rich, yeah, uh, Henrock, oh, all of them, all Henrock, of them, all of them, all of them, like <laughs> literally all, all of them. Like I would be remiss if Ian, a huge, def definitely, definitely, Ian. he's one of a kind. Be man. chill, be chill. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Um, so yeah. Oh, keep keep on the lookout for the March Madness bracket. The College sports bracket, point guards, basketball, football, all of those. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, circling back on this. Um, definitely going to have Janelle and Fahim come on because uh, I like to get down with the get down on circling back <laughs> on this. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at sheherdola, that's S-H-E-H-E-R-D-O-L-A. Um, and be sure when you go to my Instagram, you click the link in the bio, there is a playlist. Um, anytime that I have anybody on my show, I typically like to ask them what is their warm up music that they like to get, they, that they warm up to, like, mm -hmm. depending on what they, <laughs> depending on what they preparing to. So be sure to click on the playlist. Um, definitely like and subscribe on all platforms. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter at Dola's Playbook. That's D-O-L-A-P-L-A-Y-B-O-O-K-S. I love Dola's it. Playbook. I yeah, love it. Dola's yeah. Playbook. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, had sure, I had to make sure I was spelling it right. It's not D-O... I think it's D-O-L-A-S-P-L-A-Y-B-O-O-K. Yes. <laughs> it, it's okay, girl, because I'm going to have all her contacts. Again, remember I told y'all, I'm going to give you everything but her number, all right? So I'm going to have it all in the bio for this episode. <laughs> nice. I think that's I think that's everyone. Like, okay. I, if I missed anybody, don't charge it to my heart. Don't charge it to my head. Or blame it on the brain, not the heart. Right. Blame it on the brain. Listen, it's cold. Listen, it's a pandemic, eh? So don't get mad at her for this kind of thing. You understand? Okay. It's a okay. pandemic. Um, no, but my shout out is quite simple to Tadia. Honestly, like, you're someone that I kind of met on Clubhouse, and now we're like friends. Like, we talk offline. You're someone that I yep. talk about all the time. And my bestie's like, who's the Tandir girl? I need to be the, I'm like, yeah, you'll meet her one day. Okay, Tisha, you meet her one day. So it's just so funny. But no, thank you for always having my back all the time, vice versa. Uh, you're definitely a leader on the clubhouse. You're a leader in social media. So I can't wait till you launch your podcast and do more episodes. I'm going to be on that. Yeah, I'm going to be on her to do so yeah. as well. So we can get it up, up and rocking and rolling. Uh, Fahim. Definitely. So first, uh, shout out uh, to Tandia and circling back on this podcast. Um, definitely uh, much love and respect. Um, I also want to recognize CP3. He was named the first recipient, first recipient of the Kobe yeah. and Gigi mm, Advocacy yes. Award that love was handed out over All-Star Weekend. And the award, it's to recognize... Uh, significant contributions to the advancement of girls and women's basketball, as well as the ad ad advocacy <laughs> <laughs> for the WNBA. Right. So shout out to Chris Paul. No, I love that shout out for him. That's dope. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, let's put this episode in book, episode 80. Y'all, that was episode 80. So if you guys had a good time, you enjoyed yourself, please like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Fahim. We're on all platforms. If you're looking for us, you know where to find us. Tandia, once again, thank you for coming out. That's Good Rookies Podcast episode 80. <laughs> of course. And we out. Peace. Peace.